the Subcommittee on Indian and Insular Affairs will come to order. Without objection, the Chair is authorized to declare recess of the Subcommittee at any time. The Subcommittee is meeting today to hear testimony on four bills, H.R. 4524, H.R. 4748, H.R. 6368, and H.R. 6443. Under Committee Rule 4F, any oral opening statements at hearings are limited to the Chairman and the Ranking Minority Member. I therefore ask unanimous consent that all other members' opening statements be made part of the hearing record if they are submitted in accordance with Committee Rule 3.0. Without objection, so ordered. I ask unanimous consent that the gentlewoman from Alaska, Ms. Peltola, the gentleman from Minnesota, Mr. Stauber, the gentleman from Washington, Mr. Newhouse, and the gentleman from California, Mr. Issa, be allowed to sit and participate in today's hearing. Without objection, so ordered. I will now rec recognize myself for an opening statement. Today, the subcommittee is considering four bills. First, we have 4524, the Parity for Tribal Law Enforcement Act. This legislation would allow tribal law enforcement officers to be considered federal law enforcement officers for the purposes of federal benefits, pensions, tort claims coverage, and penalties for crimes committed against them. This would create parity between federal and tribal law enforcement officers in these areas, and it should help with the recruitment and retention of tribal law enforcement officers. As we saw in our previous oversight committee hearing, recruiting and retaining good law enforcement officers is a huge concern for tribal police departments. This bill would be a step towards improving this situation. Everyone deserves to feel safe in their community, and we will continue to work towards that goal for all Native communities. Next is H.R. 4748, the Unrecognized Southeast Alaska Native Communities Recognition and Compensation Act. This bill would amend the Alaska Native Claims Settlement Act, or ANCSA, to, or ANCSA, to allow five Alaska Native communities, the Haines, Ketchikan, Petersburg, Tenakee and Wrangell to form Alaska Native Urban Corporations in Southeast Alaska. Each urban corporation would be able to select one township of land equal to 23,040 acres of their historical Aboriginal lands in the Tongass National Forest to own in fee simple. This is the same acreage that other Alaska Native Urban Corporations in Southeast Alaska were allowed to select when ANCSA became law in 1971. ANCSA settled the land claims of Alaska Natives through a $962.5 million settlement payment and roughly 44 million acres of land, which was divided between almost 200 village corporations and 12 regional corporations established by the legislation. The five Alaska Native communities considered in H.R. 4748 were excluded from this list of Alaska Native communities allowed to form Alaska Native corporations in Southeast Alaska. Congress did not include an appeals process for communities excluded in, the Southeast, in Southeast Alaska, so only an act of Congress can allow these five communities to form their urban corporations. 
The legislation also contains provisions stating the bill would not affect any land entitlements for previously established Alaska Native corporations, does not affect the rights of way held by the state of Alaska within the selected parcels, and provides that Forest Service access to National Forest System roads until a mutual use agreement is entered into. Additionally, the parcels to be conveyed would remain open and available to subsist subsistence uses, non-commercial recreational hunting and fishing, and other non-commercial rec recreational uses, with very narrow exceptions. Next is H.R. 6368, the Indian Buffalo Management Act. This legislation would create a program within the Department of Interior to support tribes and tribal organizations in the creation and management of their own American Buffalo programs. These programs have benefited American Indians and Alaska Natives both economically and culturally. Historically, Indian tribes used the buffalo for subsistence purposes for thousands of years, incorporating it into everyday diets and livelihoods. By the end of the 19th century, however, buffalo were near extinction. Conservation efforts were enacted to restore buffalo numbers, and the species has had a dramatic recovery. The Department of Interior already provides some funds to tribes and organizations to promote the tribal management of buffalo. However, there is currently no formal program within the department. The funding for this program has also fluctuated over the years, and a formal program may help with stabilizing funds and provide more oversight. Last on our agenda is H.R. 6443, the Hamul Indian Village Transfer Act, which would replace approximately 172.1 acres of land owned in fee simple by the Hamul Indian Village into trust for the benefit of the tribe. Located in San Diego County, California, the Hamul Indian Village is part of the Kumeyaay people of Southern California, otherwise known as the Mission Indians. Despite tracing their history back 12,000 years, the Hamul Indian Village did not receive federal recognition until 1981. Since then, the tribe has slowly gained a land base for itself. The tribe has submitted fee-to-trust applications to the Department of Interior, with the oldest submitted in August 2015, but these applications have not been finalized. This bill would place the land into trust legislatively rather than continuing to wait on the administrative process. Additionally, H.R. 6443 would prohibit any Class II or Class III gaming under the Indian Gaming Regulatory Act on the parcels that are taken into trust. I am hopeful we can all work together to continue to ensure the bills considered today gain support and move through the legislative process. Thank you to the witnesses for being here today. We appreciate you being here in person. We know that you've traveled quite a distance, but it's extremely important to have live testimony as we go through these bills. So thank you for that. And the chair now recognizes the ranking minority member for any statement. Thank you, Madam Chair, and thank you once again to the tribal leaders as well as agencies who are here with us today for this important legislative hearing. And to everybody in the audience, I so enjoy always looking out and seeing so many who are uh, 
invested in the issues that we address here in this committee. Uh, and once again, we are addressing issues that look at how do we make sure we bring parity, how do we write in historic injustices and move forward on behalf of our Native American, Native Alaskans, and uh, Hawaiians, although we're not taking up any of those bills today. Uh, but the first bill would highlight is Representative Newhouse's Parity for Tribal Law Enforcement Act. I'm a proud co-sponsor of this key tool to increase police officers in Indian Country. Just last month, the subcommittee held an important oversight hearing on public safety in Indian Country and heard how hard it was for the BIA and tribes to recruit and retain law enforcement officers. This legislation hopefully makes working the beat on our tribal reservations a bit more enticing by extending federal benefits and eligibility to tribal law enforcement officers. BIA has seen a 30% vacancy rate across all law enforcement positions. Tribes are seen similar and sometimes higher rates. Congress needs to do more to support tribes and their public safety needs. The next bill is H.R. 4748, Representative Peltola's Unrecognized Southeast Alaska Native Communities Recognition and Compensation Act. Once again, our subcommittee is tasked with addressing historic injustices in how the United States has treated our Alaska Native communities. This time, we are called to remember that Congress left out five Alaska Native communities from the settlement of Aboriginal land claims in Alaska. The bill would amend uh, the ANCSA of 71 to authorize the Alaska Native res residents of five Southeast Alaska communities to form urban corporations. The area of land to be conveyed is a very small portion of the Tongass National Forest based on historical and factual record undertaken and reported back in 1994. I appreciate the fact that our first Native Alaskan Congresswoman is moving this bill forward a mere three decades later. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you, Mr. Weinhardt, on this important issue for our communities. Next, we have H.R. 6368, the Indian Buffalo Management Act from Representative La Malfa. My friend and colleague, Congressman Dong Young, passed this bill through the House last Congress. I was proud to support. Uh, the tradition of buffalo is very strong in New Mexico. So I'm glad to see this legislation before us once again. It would enable the Department of the Interior to assist tribal governments in the rehabilitation and management of buffalo herds on tribal land. Through, uh, through a permanent buffalo program at the Department of Interior, tribes will be better equipped to protect and conserve buffalo habitat and really bring tribes into the decision-making process since we know they know so much more than the rest of us on how to deal and manage these magnificent animals. Lastly, we have H.R. 6443, the Jamul Indian Village Land Transfer Act from Representative Isa. This would integrate 172 acres of land across four parcels into the tribe's reservation boundary. The bill supports overall government operations, increases tribal housing, and allows tribal members to have a place to come together. We have uh, four bills on the agenda today that highlight a range of important topics in Indian country. As any of the 16 Pueblos and two native uh, nations, the Hikaria, Apache, and Navajo in my district can tell you, we know that each of these issues are very important to every native people because they touch on the things that are crucial. 
from law enforcement, public safety, the lands that you hold dear and sacred and have called your own, uh, and the need to come together as community. Every tribe deserves the ability to protect their people, access their historic lands, care for sacred animals, and have a place to come together as a community. I look forward to the testimony for, for more witnesses. And with that, I yield back, Madam Chair. Wonderful, thank you. I will now recognize uh, Mr. Newhouse from Washington for five minutes to speak on his legislation. <laughs> 